fisting, fighting, fucking crying, drinking, squirting, judging, ranting, camping, riding, thinking, scheming. This is the way, it's the way that we live, it's the way that we live. And I Hi, I'm Reese. I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> And I'm Carly. And this is To Ellen Back. Back. Hey, Reese. Hey, Carly. So our trudging, slogging through season three oh my continues. God. If oh. I recall, last week we said episode 307 was the worst episode. Yeah. But I feel like maybe 308 is the worst episode. I, I, I think it might be. Today's I think it's episode. right up there. It's hard to figure out. It's yeah. hard. They're both bad in different ways. Yeah, it's hard to quantify or have badness. Yeah, but they're both bad. They're not good. I think that, but I appreciate our listeners like being there with us through this. Thank you for being there with us. We're there for you. Yeah. You're there for us. It's just really, we're we're all going to get through this. Yeah, we are. Eventually we'll get to the basketball episode. Everything (laughs) will be okay. Um, So today's episode is episode 308 called Latecomer. It originally originally aired February 26th, 2006. Mm. It was written by Eileen Chaikin. Interesting. And directed by Angela Robinson. Huh. Well, she had a a hard material to work with. Yeah. You know? I want to give her the benefit of the doubt because she is great. Right. She is. And this was obviously uh, a What do you do with that? What do you do with that? What do you do do with that? You get this script. What do you do with that? Yeah. I would love to talk about that with our very special guest. Oh, that's a good idea. (laughs) We have writer, director, filmmaker, Reese Ernst. Hello. I'm so honored that you guys brought me on for the first episode of the season. Thank you so much for having me. It's Welcome to hell. Honor. Yeah, no, I love it. Also, can I just um, speak to the elephant in the room, which is it's so awkward that there's two reasons on one podcast. This never happens. I don't think I've ever been around another Reese no. in my entire life. I can't life, imagine that no, either of you have. I have never been around two Reese's at once. No. Yeah, well, feel, we spell them differently. That's yeah. true. So it would, but this isn't print. This is out loud. No one knows. This is right. an audio medium. <laughs> So we're fucked, but here we are. Uh, welcome. Thank you. Thanks for being Thanks for here. So tell the listeners a little about yourself. Well, let's see. I'm a Libra. I live in oh Los Angeles. Oh my God, I'm Angeles. a Libra too. Oh no, are you serious? Yeah. Two Libras named Reese. We're the same person. Weird. And Carly. <laughs> Two Libras um, named Reese and Carly. This yeah. is a new podcast. New podcast. <laughs> um, All three of us. Yeah, no, I'm a, I'm a filmmaker and uh, I've worked on a lot of some stuff like uh, the show called Transparent and Ooh. I directed a... Um, movie called Adam that Yay. came out that you may have heard about. Uh, and um, what else? I'm a trans man and I um, watched The L Word in the mid 2000s, you know? Yeah. So did you watch it when it originally aired? I did. I did. I, I kind of was a reluctant viewer um, because I found the like soap opera-ness of it. Like it made me kind of want to scream a lot. <laughs> um uh, my girlfriend at the time, I I, I kind of came up in the whole in the lesbian community, <laughs> and um, lesbians, lesbians, and in 2006, which is when this episode aired, I was a transmasculine person in the lesbian community who had not yet medically transitioned, and I had a girlfriend who loved the L word, so we had to watch the L word. So you had to watch it. I had to watch it. Yeah. I also worked for a little while at a gay bar in Northampton, Massachusetts, called Divas, okay. as a bar back, and they had oh. a lesbian. I'm sorry, a, a um, 
they, had a, they probably had, they a, had lesbian. a lesbian. They, they had, had a lesbian that would at least, yeah. you know, at least one would come they by. They had one lesbian. There was one lesbian. <laughs> yeah, uh, just one. Actually, yeah, the probably, only one in all of Northampton. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Usually it's actually the opposite of Northampton. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Uh, yeah, they had a L word night. So I would often be there, like, polishing the glass in the background. <laughs> and, um, oh, can I tell you guys a little bit of Flaming Hot Tea, actually? Yeah. Yes. I've never talked about this publicly before, <gasps> but in. I think probably, I don't know what year, in the early, mid-2000s, I was asked to audition for Max. (gasps) And I sent in a self-tape. What? It's true. What? Yeah. And I'm so glad I didn't get cast. (laughs) Did you get called back or anything? No, no. They just like never talked to you again? (laughs) Thank God. No, thank God. Because I'm not an actor, but you know, they do this thing where, which people still do, and and, uh, reaching out to non-professional actors or non-actors from like the trans community to cast Mm -hmm. roles like this. So I was tapped to send in a self-tape. It may uh, maybe it exists somewhere. It's probably on a mini oh DV. I hope it doesn't Definitely exist somewhere. Definitely on a mini DV. Wait, did you have somewhere? to like read Max lines? Or yes, you just- they gave oh, me sides. Wow. Yeah, wow. so that's a little bit of fun trivia. I'm obsessed with this information. <laughs> <laughs> Were the sides like? Did you see them? Like, was that script ended up being in the show? Yeah, it was. I can't wow. remember what, what what is it? Season two that Max comes. No, it's this the, season. Three. This season. It's only starts, this. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. So it must have been actually didn't recap the whole uh, rewatch the whole season before coming in today, but it would have been one of the first episodes with him wow. in it and wow. Jenny when they're yeah. still like not in L.A. Maybe, Maybe. Like I remember he, it happens early in this. Yeah, movie. Max is kind of yeah. like hitting on Jan. It was like a flirtatious scene. Like in a bar. Oh yeah, Maybe. I yeah, that yeah. would have been, been the first or second about? episode. Totally yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I wasn't so good at acting. Thank God. <laughs> uh, my life could be very different. Your right life now. would be really, really different. Would be different. Yeah. Wow. wow, that would have been a whole other journey. Mm-hmm. You know, and what would Daniela yeah. C be doing? Probably the same thing that they are doing, I guess. Which what is, are they doing? Yeah, I think DJ. I've lost track. We actually were kind of friends when yeah. I first moved to LA, but I don't, I've, I feel like they tra- they're traveling and I'm not Good sure, for them. sure they're up to. See the world. Yeah. Yeah. I always imagine them traveling, but yeah. I don't yeah. remember why. Maybe because they were in short bus. Yeah. Which is about, which makes sure. me think of buses, which makes me think of traveling. Yeah. <laughs> yes. No, I, I definitely followed that train of thought. <laughs> well, I feel like Daniel's point, like wearing sort of a shawl, like a yeah. sort of a traveler person kind of shawl. Yes. And a lot of flowy. Yeah. Like yeah. a white flowy thing. Yeah. Like a feather. Yeah. Like a feather Anyone with the feathers. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's yeah. Where the, so yeah. you know which way yeah. the wind is blowing mm, exactly. for, when, for you to steal your, steer, steal, <laughs> you steer, steer, steer your, boat? your <laughs> sailboat. That's a tongue twister. <laughs> um, did you have any, um, favorite characters when you watch the show um gosh <laughs> I, actually i always like shady carmen you yeah. know i mean gotta yeah. love them they're fun mm-hmm. actually in this episode today i won't spoil but when um shane and alice hang out and they get to be like buds like yeah. i always thought that was kind of cute i always yeah. love those scenes when yeah the I friendship mean, parts were the friendship good. parts but especially mm-hmm. like a shane and alice buddy friendship moment yeah. it's always yeah. fun yeah you yeah. could sense that like the actors were having uh, they were just friends in real life yeah. right they were just like enjoying it just those felt scenes. like genuine yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I like Kit. Kit's cool. Yeah. Kit is cool. Kit, Kit is cool. cool. Kit's cool. Shout Kit, out to Kit. Kit should have punched Angus in the face in this episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, she deserved We'll better. get to that in yeah. a moment. Yeah, we sure will. Actually, should we just... Should we, get, should we start? Should we do this? All right. <clears throat> Let's do this. All right. Uh, so we open in Los Angeles seven and a half months ago. I mean, sure, but like time doesn't exist on this show. So right. some amount of time. I know. Ago. This is their one nod to time, to mm. father time. Good um, so by the way, so Tracy Bonham is playing the piano. 
I was going to ask about that. Yeah. Like, who the hell is in the background of, of this scene playing this like, like mellow, like next melancholy? Door. Next, next door. door. Like the Through neighbor. the window. I know. I was obsessed. That's all I could look at is know, the piano I player. I couldn't even watch the scene. I was just looking yeah. at the piano player. It was like a creepy like Victorian, like you're imagining, like who's that little girl in the window? It was fucking Tracy Bonham for real playing oh, Whether You Fall. I was like, is it a ghost? Yeah. Well, Alice and Dana fucking Bonham? are breaking up. And crying. And Great. Their, and their chart line breaks. Yeah. Oh, so sad. They just do 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 do. Um, Alice is dressed like a Girl Scout in this scene. She is. Surely. Definitely. Yeah. I think 100%. she looks nice as I a Girl Scout. I think she looks nice, but she's definitely dressed like a Girl Scout. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then she, she kisses Dana and they kiss for a little while and Dana's like, I can't. I wonder why not. So that was sad. Then the, the, I love that the camera lingers on Tracy Bond <laughs> in, in the window. Like they like leave the frame and it just stays with her. And I'm like, what is the point of view of what this scene? What is this scene, scene about? <laughs> <laughs> wild. Uh, yeah, truly, truly wild. Speaking uh, of wild, theme song. Do you have any opinions on the theme song of the opening credits? I um, I'm of the camp of like couldn't stand it after the song. The song drove me nuts. Like yeah. maybe the third time I heard it, and yeah. then it continued to drive me nuts forever. Uh, I like the pixelationy thingy, the herky yeah. jerky. I'm kind yeah. of a fan of that. I liked it. And I always it. think about um, the two shots. I always think about are like Shane going into the men's room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like the iconic yeah. one and the skinny tie. Yeah, yep. the skinny tie. Yeah, and then Jenny with the, the blood yeah. out of her also, mouth, which I have, love. Anyone ever explained what that was? Why no. is Jenny bleeding of the mouth? Because she's feelings. <laughs> she just feelings. Is feelings. She, yeah, she yeah. is. She's, she's feelings. feelings. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good for her. Yeah. yeah. Ah. All right. Into the show. Angus and Kit are riding a motorcycle. Did we know Angus had a motorcycle? <laughs> I don't care. I don't either. I was like, I don't pay attention to the season, so I couldn't even tell you if he had one previously. Kate goes, oh, my friends, the Betty girls are coming all the way from New York City. I love that. I'm like, the Betty girls are coming. All the way from New York City? The Betty girls. Oh, God. My note for this scene is, oh, no, this is the transformation episode. Oh, yeah. 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 That's what I knew. And I thought, oh, God. (laughs) No. What tipped you off? Was it the, uh, well, I'll get to that later. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, then we go to Bettina's house of pain. Mm -hmm. They're spooning. Oh and god, this is so painful. Bet is like the oh. most passive aggressive version of herself yeah, and she is touches just, her and then like withdraws. She's like, "Sorry, I didn't mean to touch you." And she's like, "You can touch me." And she's like, "You've made it clear that I cannot." <laughs> and it's just like, "What?" Yeah, that was turbo ug. So <laughs> many uggs. And so Bet's like, "While I'm out of town, you have to move out or you have to if move I down the a, hall." Yeah, I know I mean move into the guest room. <laughs> I love that immediate de-escalation of, of like dramatics. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. She went to like an 11 and then brought it back to like a three. Yeah. <laughs> but Tina can't help the way she's feeling. She can't help it. She can't help feeling. it. I mean. Right. But also, I mean, I still think that she has a right to be upset that Tina like is. No, totally. Doesn't want to be with She totally her. <laughs> has a right to be upset. I just feel like given the history of their relationship and that they have a child together yeah. and that they mm-hmm. were able to get through Bet's cheating. Yeah, that I feel like they could at least be having a conversation. Yeah, maybe for sure. Like go to a therapist. Honestly, all of these opening scenes I put I put they need they need a therapist. And <laughs> every single scene we're about to see, I'm like, well, they should go to a therapist. I wrote, Tina has never looked as gay as she does in this scene. <laughs> she does look really gay. She looks she's like sort of man spreading a little and like she's got her tank top on and she looks really hot, honestly. Good for Tina. 
if I was like a man that Tina was thinking about, I'd be like, let's go. Let's yeah. do it. Let's try it. Be like, you're not really a lesbian. Yeah, you're not really a lesbian. <laughs> like Josh Becker said. Wait, so Tina had the baby, right? Yes. I just, because there's like this whole kind of like, well, I'm the real mother yeah. kind of thing going on here in mm-hmm. this scene. I just couldn't remember who actually, if they adopted it, because they're talking, anyway. But they, she had Tina, the baby. Yeah, she Tina, had birth, it came out of Tina's. I, there's some kind of like body, birth, body. birth mother privilege going right. on. Right, definitely. Yeah. yeah, they kind of wrestle over the baby. Yeah, and there's, it's they like, have that Bible story where they pull the baby apart? Do you know what I'm talking oh, about? Yeah. Uh, no, I don't. You don't? Do you? I know that there that. is one. Yeah, I forgot. About they, a baby. They're going to tear a baby. Is it I don't know, Bible or is it like. A, I feel like it's the Old Testament. Oh, Otherwise, I wouldn't like have learned about Brothers it. Brothers Grimm situation? I was thinking Brothers Grimm. <laughs> like, it's like a, like a horrifying uh, fairy tale. It sounds like a cautionary yes. tale that they'd tell German kids growing up. <laughs> I agree. It doesn't really sound <laughs> super biblical now that I think about it. But <laughs> How many babies got ripped in half okay, in the Bible? Okay, you guys keep talking about the scene. I'm fucking Okay, great. Oh, the thing I was going to say uh, is that they have yet to actually do the second parent adoption. They're like in the, I see. That's the transition going between on. she has been born and right. actually doing that. Because they couldn't get married in exactly. 2006. Exactly. Pre-gay marriage. Exactly, exactly. Facts, history. Learn, learn your facts, kids. The Judgment of Solomon is a story from the Hebrew Bible. Here we go. Okay. In which King Solomon of Israel ruled between two women, both claiming to be the mother of the child. And then Solomon suggested they cut the baby in half. Wow. And with this strategy, he was able to discern the non-mother as the woman who entirely approved of this proposal, while the actual mother begged that the sword be sheathed so that the child can come to the care of her rival, like she was willing to give the baby away rather than have it chopped in half. So not only was the other person not the mother, they were also maybe a, a psychopath. psychopath. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't they know if, you just, definitely I don't know go if they determined who was the mother there as much as they determined. So I don't know. Ooh. King Solomon, <laughs> not so sure <laughs> about that test guy. I kind of wish that Bettina had like leaned into that kind yeah. of a plot idea yeah. a little bit. I mean, you know, symbolically. Yeah, some yes. Oh my God. You know? mm. I feel like their house would be so much more fun in addition to all the expensive art yeah. If there were also swords. Yeah, I love a sword. Yeah. Then we go to Charmin's shad bed. <laughs> oh, there's lots of napping, by the way. This is like a nap to a nap scene. Yeah. Which is like what we do in, in Los Angeles. We nap a lot. We're just always asleep. Yeah. yeah. What time of day is it? Doesn't matter. It's morning, right? Nap they time. love a long morning. This show always has XL mornings. X, yeah, morning XL. Morning XL. That should yeah. be the radio station that plays as uh-huh. all these scenes are happening. Yeah. Mor- hey, good morning. <laughs> it's time for another West Hollywood morning XL. You've I'm got your one DJ hour bed. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, my name is Skip. You've got time for morning sex and breakfast. You can and definitely fight. make it to the planet to see all your friends. <laughs> all right, I'm, I'll stop. I'm going to retire radio boys. <laughs> Okay, Shane and Carmen are in bed. Carmen is flailing around because she is having a bad dream. Mm-hmm. I actually thought it was pretty funny when she whacked uh, Shane in the yeah, face. Yeah, that was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was yeah. Mi- the only that point was of the where yeah. I actually laughed. I've related to that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm the one with the elbows. Um, she had a bad dream. She had a bad dream. She said that she uh, Shane wakes her up and is like, "You had a bad dream," and she's like, "I had this dream that." We were inside wax, but it was like, it was really trippy. And there were all these like paintings that were floating around. And you were there and I was there. And there was this lady. It was Sherry. What? It was Sherry Jaffe. You were giving a tattoo to Sherry Jaffe. Like the one that we have that's on the back of our necks. Why did you do that? Do what? Give her a tattoo. Then that was something that's really sacred to us. That's just between us. 
But I, I didn't give it- God damn it, Shane, that's so fucked up. I've been in the middle of playing Luigi's Mansion 3, and so- um, Of course you have. Of course I have. And so I was like, maybe she's dreaming Luigi's Mansion 3 back in 2006. Maybe she created it. I wish they dramatized this dream so we could see like the floating paintings. That would be great. And Shane's like, but I didn't do it. And she's like, Shane, that's so fucked up. And Shane's like, so sleepy and confused is kind of cute. Yeah. I think I've actually been the angry person (laughs) from my dream before. Like I've been like really mad at somebody the next day. Okay, wait, that didn't actually happen. It's okay. It's kind of like when you dream you like hook up with somebody mm, and then you're yeah. like, oh my God, am I in love with them? This yeah. is crazy. What's happened? Right. Yeah. But then you also have the memory of your relationship and it's so strong and you're like, it's so weird that I was in this and like you weren't in it. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I carried this all alone, you know? Cut to Dana's. Dana's. Where Alice is making Dana's smoothie and Dana's hair is falling out and she wants to sell it on eBay. Drink mm-hmm. your shake, Dana. <laughs> Great notes. Thank you. Mm. Uh, Alice brings in a bag of wigs. And I got to say. <laughs> I love a bag of wigs. First yeah. of all, I love a bag of wigs. Second of all, these yeah. are some ratty ass wigs. These Alice, like you could have done. Yeah, this these is like Halloween store. Seen. Totally. This Party is shaggy. terrible. Shaggy cheek is this number is, one. This yep. is a real go back to Party City where you belong moment because <laughs> this much. is, she's a clown. Blondes have more fun, which I think was the wig that I wore to be Paris Hilton at that costume party oh god which we then later cut into a robin wig for, for, Al- for alex, alex to, wear to, to do the call my girlfriend video. dance yeah. yeah oh first we cut it to be lady gaga mm. the next year and then we cut it even further to be robin that was that's right a that great was a really yeah. usable wig that got three huge <laughs> moments yeah it really did yeah it. oh and i also wore it to be the guy who was like leave britney alone remember that oh, guy Chris oh, Crocker? yeah, yeah. That's hilarious. Um, and then the third one is Rock and Redhead. I want to know what was going on behind the scenes that made the writers write Dana this way. I just think it's such a. I, I actually would love think to know. She Dana was like one of my actual favorite characters before all this yeah. stuff. Like it's such a waste of a comedic actress. I mean, she's great. She's great. But she's really funny. She's yeah, really she's funny. Really she's funny. a really good actor. I was, like I never understood this. It like, doesn't decision. make any sense. Who did she piss off? Yeah. It was, ah. So you're telling me. <laughs> um, Dana says her mom keeps calling and is like, I heard about an amputee who won a tournament. And that feels like a really authentic mom. That thing. is a very mm. mom thing to do. Totally. Yep. Yeah. Like after I came out to her, every time I talked to her, she was like, I was watching the the uh, Christopher Lowell show <laughs> or like Isaac Mizrahi has a show. And I'm like, mom, this isn't helping. <laughs> that was my mom's way of, of being an ally Supportive. at the time. So, But it seems like Alice is fully on board taking care of Dana and yeah. uh, that's what they're doing. And then we go to Shenny's where Max and Jenny are typing together. They're playing Battleship oh on their God. laptops. <laughs> I like this. This was, this was funny. Uh, by the way, Max's transition is happening about as fast as Dana's cancer, which is yeah. to say like lightning speed. Yeah. Crazy. I swear his facial hair changes over the course of this episode. It does. It, does. it takes it literally place does. over the course of a day and a half. It actually, right. it's supposed to be a day and a half. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Because they're There's like, a, I definitely later yeah. in this episode wrote like, his goatee is really full, full and thin and, now. And later where I'm like, what the fuck? Has it only been one day? Yeah. And I think that like our number one ongoing bit in our last episode that we did with Mal was how everyone was obsessed with Max's arms being larger and stronger over and over again. They kept being like, wow, Max looks really buff. And we're like, it has been three days. Like Nobody talks like about his facial hair. He's taken two doses of tea. Yeah. And yeah. suddenly his arms Everyone's are like, gigantic. His arms are too big. <laughs> Guys, I have yeah. to tell you that's exactly how it works, actually. Oh, Can you, how do you even fit through doorways? I mean, it's tough. It's been three weeks since I had my first shot. <laughs> it's impossible to walk anywhere. My arms are huge. Um, yeah, he's got. He's rocking a couple of... He's got like three chin hairs, which yeah. is cute, and a little tiny mustache shadow. And he's got a new haircut, right? He has a new haircut, I think. Is that's kind of wearing his hair a little differently, maybe. Definitely has a new shirt, I think. 
Yeah, he he's looking good. He's got, he's he's got looking a whole good. new outlook on life. Yeah, you know, I mean, he's Daniel like, he is attractive. Like yes. that's, yeah. that's a fact. Yeah. That is a fact. Um, he's writing an email. I think it's a very poetic email. Yes. You know, it's like, and I think it really captures the essence of his Wait, experience. Can I read Max's lines to fulfill my fantasy of having yeah. been cast as Oh my yes. God. Yes. 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 yes, yes. <laughs> um, okay, guys, this is to inform all my friends that from now on I'll be going by the name Max. Please only use the male pronoun when referring to me. Honestly, I would have given you the part. <laughs> I don't know what went wrong. I mean, oh, I'm so hung up on it. No. Um, but then Jenny, Jenny has a really great idea. Yeah. <laughs> Just like Really, like Jenny always has really good ideas. Yeah, and also she she chats it to him through the AOL messenger. Yeah, she does. I screen capped it because I couldn't stop laughing. I was obsessed. Yeah, it's so good. Somebody else has to read Jenny because I already did the Max. You want to be? I mean, I think it should be Reese. Um, well, she didn't say it, did she? No, she's like, she's like, yeah, the Max, the transgender, formerly known as Moira. Yeah, right, Max. Yes. Does Max read it out? We just see it on screen. We see it on screen, and he looks at it, and he smiles, and he's like, yeah, cool, yeah, yeah. Cool idea, Jenny. <laughs> right. Like, oh, no. Yeah. I love that. I was obsessed. That, but yeah, people used to come out on email, group emails. That's true. Yeah. Before social media. I mean, I guess maybe, that, was there um, Friendster then? I don't remember. Ooh. Friendster was 2004 so maybe people she, came out. MySpace. Yeah, this it was MySpace, MySpace time. For oh, sure. MySpace. Yeah, because we, jo- we joined my... Facebook in 2007, and this I can't was MySpace doesn't factor more into the show. I know. That's a good point. It really should. So then we have some sad, sad cello music. But it's mm. just Betty. <laughs> <laughs> it's the recording studio. So it's all of the Betty girls. And it's also and Nona, Hendrix. Nona Hendrix. I just want to say that she's a really great, wonderful musician. Um, but all of this sucks. Yes. Totally. <laughs> totally. Yeah. She's like a legendary artist. Yeah. But that aside, this is terrible. And I'm sorry that this happened. I'm sorry her. this happened to you, yeah. Nona. At the end, Mangus goes, right on. Yeah. Oh. God, Angus is just the absolute. Oh my God. Worst. Yeah, they all meet Angus, which is. Ugh. No but, one needs to meet him. Just put him somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Back to Bettina's. Bet is wearing like a gold trench coat, yeah. but she's going to a silent retreat. Right. Because the. We have to get her out of here so that we can't see that she's pregnant anymore. Right, yeah. Jennifer Peels is pregnant. And, that, and that's what the. Oh, yeah, that's what this for. whole storyline is for. Oh, that's why she gets it. into like being a Buddhist so that, so she, that she can wear, can wear two necks. Oh, <laughs> cool. I just, learned, yeah. I just learned something. And then when she gets to the retreat, I don't think we actually see it. It's not until later, but you she carries blankets episode. around the whole time. Yeah, she's so always was, holding something uh, in front of her body. Right. It's yeah. silly. This um, scene had one of my favorite lines in it, which was, um, I, I'm trying to like get in there before someone else reads it. My favorite line, maybe, of the episode was, the problem is that you no longer have the privilege to call yourself my life partner. Yeah, I wrote that I wrote that down because Tina wanted to go to the studio to see Kit. She's and like, it's like, that's not a privilege she has as your life partner. She's also friends with those same people. Yeah. First of all, why is everyone sense. going to the recording studio? Yeah. Yeah. Well, who wants? We were forced to go to the recording studio as watching this episode, like against our will, and they all went there willingly. Yeah. We spend half this episode in the recording studio. No one wants to go to the recording studio. Then uh, Ben is like, "Don't get all galled and affronted. You don't like me, or you don't love me. Let's get real. It's really bad." Don't get all galled and affronted. <laughs> that is such Reese, a bet seriously. thing, like an incredibly bet thing to say. I know it is. I she's, feel like she's being so petty because she's yeah. so profoundly hurt. And this is the only way that she can deal is, with it is by saying things in her own special way. Yeah. I mean, then, it was all terrible, but also it all felt very authentic, yeah. I think, as mm-hmm. like the way that a 
like a pissed off, passive aggressive, petty ass mm-hmm. partner would be under these circumstances. I mean, I was yeah. here for it when yeah. she said it. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, I was like, mm-hmm, that's right. I was like, this is why we watch the show. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. Jennifer Beals gets to say amazing things. Like right. bald and affronted. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Then. Surprise. Surprise. Out of nowhere, Roberta is there. Roberta Ooh. is the social worker from many episodes ago. And she is trespassing on private property. She sure is. <laughs> This and guess what? She's still really, really mean. Yeah. She was nearby because the gay dads over on Curson are adopting a crack baby. And she's going to give it to them because they have a wonderful marriage of 16 years or something. And they have a bunch of other kids or something. You know those two gay dads on Curson. <laughs> anyway, so she is very judgy. Also, Roberta keeps on asking if there's any changes afoot. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, is this episode like about changes or transformations <laughs> or something? Are you saying... <laughs> And then she so kind of tries, so she's like, they don't know how much of their conversation Roberta heard. Yeah. Wow, that was hard to say. But once the bet leaves um, for her meditation retreat, Roberta kind of tries to tell Tina to maybe like, not do the adoption. She's like, the mm. call is coming from inside the house. Like, right. get out of here. But I also think that Tina was like good in like standing her yeah. ground. Like, no, I, we're going to go through with it no yeah. matter what. Yeah. Which was good. Yeah. But was again, it, she is trespassing on their property. And was it weird that like Roberta basically was like, you're going to get with somebody else, Tina. I can yeah. just tell you're that type or something. Yeah. That was like totally out of nowhere, right? Roberta is not a real character. She's a like conglomerate of a bunch of weird ideas mm. that Eileen Chaikin had at like 3 a.m. once while yeah. Easy Girl was up making music. <clears throat> Fair. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Oh uh, my God! So then we. Dylan see- is so excited to meet Nona Hendrix. Dylan, number one Nona Hendrix, fan. number one Nona Hendrix fan. Dylan, why are they all going to the studio? They just met Dylan like five minutes ago. She gets to go to the studio. Yeah, Helena brings her new ladies wherever she oh, wants. That's God, her. So she's a weird. woman of the world. She has a new girl, and she's gonna bring her around. Helena is also arranging to take her mother's private jet to fly everyone to San Jose to see Dana's favorite basketball team, the San Jose Lightning. I did some research, <laughs> you'll be happy to know, as I'm a overjoyed. basketball fan myself. First of all, the San Jose Lightning is a children's AAU team. <laughs> they are teens. <laughs> Perhaps they were talking about the San Jose Lasers, mm. which were a women's professional team in the now defunct ABL, which was oh. predates the WNBA. It only lasted from 96 to 98. The closest team to where I was in Jersey at the time was in Philly. So I would go to Philadelphia to see games because I am a lesbian. And uh, that's just what I do. And I like basketball. And one of my my all-time favorite players played on the San Jose Lasers. So I wish they could have said it was the Lasers. But also that would have involved a time machine because that league ended I don't understand why they didn't just have go to the LA Sparks in LA. Because we had to get on a private jet. The the jet was the whole point. Um, So So anyway... Um, apparently Dana is some huge basketball fan, which is a new thing we're learning about her. Yeah. She's never once been part of the show. Then we go to the studio. My note here is, oh God, no, I hate this. Please make it stop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, are we going to sing a song? Transformations. I love it. And it's stuck, it's been stuck in my head now for yeah. like three days because it goes, transformations. <laughs> it's like two different words. <laughs> Just in case you like needed a little bit of like, uh, you know, a little helper yeah. with what the theme is yeah, sort of exactly. about in the show. Variations, mm-hmm. automations, uh-huh. deviations. Deviations, that's uh-huh. great. Mother Nature, Nature rules us all. Rules us all. Yeah. <laughs> I, apparently Which this I is, thought was like subtle transphobia. Uh, you know yeah, I mean? there's yeah. a little bit of that towards the end <laughs> that for feels, sure. That feels yeah. true. Yeah. Um, this was an actual Nona Hendrix song from 1983. Oh, oh really? Wow. Yeah. Oh, that makes that, me... I guess uh, they re-recorded... 
with did Pam they change Green. the lyrics a little bit it's just Oh, that's a good question. I don't know. Because at the know. end when they do the full song, there's some lyrics that felt a little pointed. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I bet they changed them. Yeah. Just, they just some of those lyrics didn't feel very 1983 to me. Yeah. Yeah. They definitely changed mm. them. But speaking of changes, Angus has some changes he'd like them to make to oh the song. God. He would like Angus Kit, Kit to, sing a, to sing alone. I'm like, what are you doing? You, first of all, he's, he's mansplaining to everyone in that room. Yeah. But wait, since when is he a record producer? Never. He's, he's a musician. Never. He's, he's a musician. musician. He, he plays guitar for children. Yeah. yeah he's exactly. not a record producer. This is no. crazy. I this was is like, so what is upsetting. your status here? Aren't you just there as Kit's boyfriend? You are there as a guest, sir. Sit down. And also, it's really embarrassing for Kit. I would break so up with him that same day. So I would have absolutely thrown him out of that recording studio. I would be humiliated. Unacceptable. Because I would know as soon as he walked out that everyone would be like, are you okay? Yeah. yeah. He also, every like, time she's like... Are you dating like, an asshole again, Reese? And I'd be like, I am. <laughs> I am too. She tries to like be super nice. She's like, well, let's just like let us try this. And then he like has his like tail between his legs. He's like yeah. such a like little like brat about everything. Ugh. Oh, God. Yeah, it kind of made zero sense. Like what yeah. was he doing? Like, like why? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that just because this episode hates men. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. And that, then where are we going, Carly? We're going to wax. I added something to the end of it. That time. I hope you guys heard that. So many people are waiting for haircuts. <laughs> There's like a line of like 12 Canadian dress extras <laughs> waiting for haircuts. All of them already have haircuts, by the way. They all have. True. They've all made hair decisions. Everyone mm-hmm. in that waiting room. And then in comes Dana, decisions. like old Hollywood Dana Fairbanks <laughs> and like a big flappy hat and like a scarf oh, and like sunglasses. she's in disguise and her sunglasses, yeah. which looks like the Unabomber. Definitely inconspicuous. Yeah. Oh. Shane's wearing these uh, great little tiny mid-2000s oval glasses. Yep. I really appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I feel like Shane only cuts hair in those glasses. Mm. It's mm. the only times we've ever seen those glasses. Yeah, so she can see each strand of hair. Each mm-hmm. individual <laughs> strand. Mm-hmm. So then Shane shaves Dana's head, mm-hmm. which she really does, obviously, is put all of Dana's hair into a weird, like, conehead wig cap. Oh, my God. That conehead wig cap was so I, not okay. That like, was, makes me crazy. <laughs> it's so bad. It doesn't look like her head's been shaved. It looks like her head has been replaced. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, to a third bigger than it used yeah. to be. Because <laughs> all of her hair is inside yeah. it. It's huge. It's huge. <laughs> Straight out of conehead. Like, it is. She looks, in, like, she looks like a little baby alien. Yeah. And Which, like people, who, I'm sure if Erin Daniels shaved her head, she would look great. Yeah, like yeah. she has a great bone structure. Like she's beautiful. People with shaved heads, they look great. Everyone yeah. has their own hair style. They all look wonderful. Shaved her head. But like this, well, I don't know what, whatever they did, it made it impossible for her not to seem like we were watching a really old sci-fi mm-hmm. movie. Like a comedy. Yeah. Which sucks because you're like, you want to sort of, you want to feel cancer. bad for Dana. <laughs> and you're like, like laughing because she's got this giant weird cone bad head. Cone oh head. God. It's just tragic. Painful. Truly yeah. tragic. Truly cool. painful. Um, back to the studio now Tina's there with Angelica and Helena's there with Dylan just everyone's here including a baby and Bette has a moment of regret so in, from the cab she calls Kit and it's like can you call Tina and invite her to the studio and then Kit's like oh she's already here and, and Bette, Bette is furious Bette Fuming. hangs up she was like I had control over that situation and I now I don't how Hangs dare up on she kid. show up yeah. places? Yeah. And then after uh, Tina is like, I thought you two were just friends. Wait, that is so funny because she pulls Helena aside. 
they're yeah. two feet away from everybody. Yeah. And yeah. then she does these like very bad stage whisper. <laughs> yeah. I thought you two were friends. Yeah. Like, we are. But what I loved is right at that moment, there was a really sexy kind of Seinfeld bass line that just came out of nowhere there. It's like, <laughs> bum, 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 that's the we were just friends theme. <laughs> <laughs> then we go to the doctor. Right. Oh, office. Anytime we're in a doctor's office on this show, something awesome's happening. Do you feel oh, yeah. like they were trying to confuse us at first? Like, because they start out with a picture right. mm-hmm. of it, and it's like he's talking about a mastectomy. I thought they were deliberately. Because they keep trying us. to make this parallel of two uh, things that have nothing to do with it's each It's really other. interesting how um, we are weaving together cancer and transness into this yeah, beautiful that's, that's tapestry that makes no fucking sense at all, basically. <laughs> they tried so hard. They were like, they we're going really to be the, we're gonna do it. We're going to be the ones who can connect. And no one can connect cancer. them because there is no connection. No. And you should not have tried. Mm-mm. So it turns out so it's Max we, and Jenny. So Max's mustache exists in this scene. And in the previous scene, which was earlier that day, yeah. it was like two hairs. Oh. It's very fun. Go back and watch Max's face yeah. throughout this episode because it takes place over the course of maybe 36 hours. <laughs> and by the end of the episode, he has a full mustache and a small goatee. It's, it's incredible. It's true. It's truly incredible Hair is th- that his hair grows that fast. It's incredible. Yeah. I will give them like two tiny shakes of tiny credit because okay. the scene was realistic, I think. I suppose the information is pretty accurate. So yeah. great sort of great job, great job, I guess, on that, guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, uh, I actually found this to be one of the least offensive scenes in yeah. this episode. Yeah. It was pretty neutral, Yeah, I gotta say. I was yeah. like, that's fine. They communicate the cost. He thinks yeah. that it would be covered under his insurance. It's not, it's not. Jenny offers to pay for it. And he actually, doesn't no, want her no. to. I'm good. No, you can't pay for this, Jenny. Yeah. I was like, Jenny, don't pay for it. That's a lot. That's a lot of that's money. Lot I know. Money. She got yeah. her advance from her book. We have yeah. no idea how much her advance is, right? Right. We don't no, know. we don't. But also you can't, like your advance is supposed to last like what you live off of while you're while working you're on the working book. book. Yeah. Like she could help him or whatever. Yeah. But It was nice that she offered. But it was it nice was that she offered, yeah. But then the doctor's like, you know, a lot of my clients mm. will throw a top surgery benefit party. Have you yeah. considered that? And Jenny's like, so excited. Yeah. She's so she's into like, it. Oh my God, we get to throw a party. Yeah. She's so excited. Max is like, okay. <laughs> He's just like, cool. Cool, yeah. I'll have cool. a full beard by then. <laughs> I'll have like a, like a mountain man style yeah. beard. Yeah. Amazing. Like Duck Dynasty yeah. beard. Like a full ZZ Top beard by, yeah. by the time the party happens. Then we go. <sighs> <laughs> oh my God, I hate it. We uh, go back to the Angus studio. continues to be terrible the betty girls are loving it they're like they think it's so (laughs) funny nona nona's jamming nona Nona sounds great she's awesome she's great betty girls are like loving it he wants he wants to change the tempo this is crazy and then elizabeth ziff is like what he's like that's not gonna work let's take down to 102 like like, which is which is like it was 108 and he wanted to change it by like a few beats nobody would ever say that's no it's like basically the same tempo how are all Look, the musicians I'm a DJ, in this room? I'm a DJ once a year, okay? I could talk about tempo briefly. Why were none of the musicians in the room like, hey, that's not a thing? I think they were just all laughing at him and like shocked by the gall no, of I mean, him like in reaching the over oh, and like, oh, I don't know. Maybe it just sounded cool. And they were like, give that, give that line to Mangus. That sounds great. <laughs> I don't know. It makes no sense. Everybody's annoyed with Angus. And as they should be. Yeah. Yes. Meanwhile, Dylan and Helena are holding hands and Helena's having like multiple orgasms in her okay, seat. Okay, I was she, like, <laughs> are they just holding hands? I yes. know, that's really confusing. I was like, because it, it comes up later. I was like, are they holding hands? Are they finger banging? What's going on? I, I can't have the tell. Same question. I think they're just holding hands and she cannot 
She's dying. Helena looks pickled. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's like Mother Nature yeah. rules us all. Right. So we take it. That line takes us out because, of course, you mm, know, thematic. Of course. You know, because, of course. Today's episode is brought to you by EveryPlate. EveryPlate is America's best value meal kit. Get meals you'll enjoy and your bank account will love delivered right to your door. How does a bank account have an opinion about a meal? This My bank account is very vocal. <laughs> and they send me a lot of alerts. <laughs> a lot of alerts and it's like, <laughs> feed me. Yeah, but I'm hungry. Money, not food. We're all familiar with the same scenario. You come home from working a long day, you're tired. Or you work from home and you've been at home all day and you're tired. You don't feel like cooking. You can't justify the cost of spending the extra money on ordering out. What do you do? Every plate. Every plate's easy to follow. Recipes and pre-portioned ingredients take the stress out of dinner time. Recipes come together in about 30 minutes, which is definitely faster than a trip to the grocery store and starting a meal from scratch. And it's cheaper too. I personally found these recipes to be really easy to follow. Yeah. I have made two of the meals this week and I found both of them very tasty and genuinely easy to follow. I don't cook and was able to make these meals. Yeah. I made the pasta with the chicken, which was super good. And then the meatballs is the other one I made. Mm, yeah. Um, and that was really great. And I still had some left over for later, which was also exciting. Have we mentioned that every plate is America's best value meal kit? Have we? I we talk did. about it all the time. <laughs> you can think of it like this. One meal is the same price as one cup of coffee. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> Even at regular price, every plate is up to 58% cheaper than other major meal kits out there. Some other meal kits can be as expensive as getting takeout or ordering food, but yeah. this one is definitely cheaper. And it also feels like it's cheaper than cooking from home. So that's a miracle. Yeah, you also don't run into the conundrum of food waste if you mm -hmm. are a single person and you're just making meals for one or even if you're making meals for two a lot of the times the ingredients you have to buy are there's so much shit left over yeah. and maybe you're busy or you're not great at coming up with creative cooking ideas i know nothing about cooking mm -hmm. you're just gonna end up uh, probably wasting a bunch of that food which is terrible Th that's food waste terrible. is a huge problem it's in this a country. huge problem in this country we have a very special offer for to ellen back listeners you're gonna get three weeks of every plate meals for just $2.99 per meal by going to everyplate.com and entering the code 2L and back three. That's 40% off each of your first three boxes and up to a $72 value. That's huge. That is. Once again, that is three weeks of every plate meals for only $2.99 a meal. Just go to everyplate.com and use the code 2L and back three. I mean, $2.99 for a meal, that is a really, really inexpensive meal. Yeah. And every plate is constantly expanding their shipment zone. So be sure to check and make sure your zip code is included where they ship at checkout. That's everyplate.com. Enter code to ellenback 3 T-O-L-A-N-D-B-A-C-K. And then the number three. Every, every plate. <laughs> every single plate. plate. We got every plate together that we could find. We took all the plates out of every cabinet. <laughs> I brought all the plates over from my house. Whoa. Oh, we're right where we should be. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, this, this scene. I've got some lines to read from this. Mm. Yes. Do you want to take us into it? Well, sure. Max and Jenny are opening a goodie bag from Good Vibes. Yeah. Good Vibrations. Feminist owned sex store. Yes. Yay. Are they in LA? I know they're in New York. I was like, is there they used to be Maybe they used Because they were San Francisco and New York. Right. I don't know if there actually was one here. Huh. Anyway. 
Interesting. Jenny's like, oh, Jenny had a great line, which I'm going to steal because uh, I just love. She goes, oh, wow, look at this. <laughs> um, an all-in-one boxer brief with built-in package and chest binding vest. Wow. <laughs> Wait, so it's one piece? <laughs> Nobody, there's no explanation. Yeah, that <laughs> makes it's like, like an old tiny binder. bathing suit. <laughs> 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 Wow! Like stripy old timey bathing suit. <laughs> yeah. But then Max goes, "I like this, the pissing passing packer," <laughs> which I screamed when he said. That. Oh, it's so good! It was so funny. And Jenny's like, "I thought you could already pee standing up." Um, but he's excited to whip it out in the men's room. Yeah, um, he just wants and to let whip it fly. Out. He just wants to whip it out and let it fly. And you Jenny know? loves it. Jenny She's is thrilled. Psyched. Yeah. Jenny's being supportive. I'll give her that. Right. For right now. <laughs> is this a thing though? Like did they at Good Vibrations sell like trans starter kits? Not the um one boxer brief <laughs> of the built-in package and just burning best combo. Like that fucking is not a thing. That's um, hilarious. But uh, yeah, I think they would have had the little like like the pissing pack and packer. I was like, yeah. that's, that's kind of a thing. Yeah. That they might have had. Right. You know, I liked the, the creative license on the name, but I was yeah. like, <laughs> this is like, they basically invented like YouTube unboxing videos. And this yeah, they yeah. did. Yeah, they That's did. Right. Yeah. Good for them. Yeah, the show is really ahead of its It time. is. Oh, so then we go back to the recording studio. <gasps> oh my God. This is so bad. This, I hate this. Well, wait for, for like a brief second. It's, it's cute. And then everything goes to hell. This yeah. is this. There's like about 45 seconds in this scene that feels like somebody has crawled underneath my skin and has really sharp nails and they're poking their nails out through the back of my eyeballs really, really hard. And my eyeballs are about to fall right out of my face into my mouth. So the cute part is <laughs> Alice and Shane have crazy mohawks. Right. That's it. That's the, everything else is terrible. The bad part is so Dana comes in with her cone head and everybody is like, oh my God, Dana's they all new. They, they present her like, which you know, Dana would hate this. Dana does hate this. She hates this. They're yeah. all like, come in, like, oh my god, your new chemotherapy coiffure. Yeah, oh. I know this because I made this compilation video of all the worst moments of the L word in 2009, and this scene played heavily into it. So I have this scene in my <laughs> head forever. And then Nona Hendricks gets onto the mic and says, "I'm down with that dude." And then Easy Girl gets on the mic and says. Party on, Dana. Which is inexcusable. That's oh, <laughs> true. I, she was riding the high of writing last week's terrible episode. I, oh, my God. I bet she ad-libbed that. Party on. In my video, I repeat party on Dana four times. <laughs> oh, my God. Just to get really get people to remember that moment and how bad it was. Also, like, basically everybody in the show is in the scene, including yeah. baby fucking Angelica. <laughs> yeah. With the exception of, like, Max and Jenny and Beth, who's meditating. <laughs> at a retreat. At her silent retreat. Her silent retreat. Mm -hmm. But she's going to make phone calls from it. I forgot Apparently about that when she, she was like, calls. you better get put Angie on the phone. I'm like, Angie can't talk, Beth. She's a baby. You're at a silent retreat. <laughs> <laughs> Do the math. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, well, mm -hmm. so that killed me, and now I'm a ghost. Uh, but then... Thank God, if there is still a God, which I'm not sure that there is. Um, Alice and Shane are upstairs playing video games and Dana just like lies down on the bench behind them. Also, Alice and Shane are like full Beavis and Butthead mode. Yeah, it's I love it. Oh, yeah. yeah and they have their Mohawk smiling moment of this episode, for which me. I guess they're like, we're all going to have. 
Tall, I didn't really why didn't they shave their heads yeah, in solidarity? I, it didn't make a lot of sense that they did these goofy like faux hawks. To be they were like, like, what silly. if we had bigger hair than we did before yeah. as you have less hair? It was hair. probably because Dana's cone had made her taller than them and so they wanted her to feel shorter again and then they added the mohawk. <laughs> No, whose idea? We'll see. Uh, um, I just want to be clear: we're not like making fun of people who lose their hair from chemotherapy. No, we're making fun of the not. makeup department on this show that c- profoundly screwed up <laughs> yeah. with this. Cone and head. made a sad thing, unfortunately funny. Right? Like yeah. it's not supposed to be. Funny. It's no, not it's our not. fault. It's funny. Yeah. No. Um, Shane talks about how Carmen is mad at her for a dream, and Alice says that she once dated a girl who dreamt that she fucked David Schwimmer. And she's yeah. Like, what? Friends was on. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. So then we go back to the recording studio proper Tona's still dying Tona's like <laughs> oh my god she's still pickled this is the part where I was like are they holding hands or are they like well, finger fucking on the couch next to like, Tina and a baby it's like waist up so you can't tell yeah. and, she, and Mihalina really looks like something's, something's going happening, on yeah for real but I don't think that they've touched each other's private parts yet that's true I think they're just like holding hands yeah and maybe like rubbing a leg anyway it's very over the top i think they're doing the thing where you're sitting next to somebody that you're into and like you can feel their energy and you can feel like every molecule on your body as it touches their yeah. body and it's like all of the movement is incredibly mean this you guys don't know what playing, talking about. You're playing the no, shoulder I game. I know. I know what you're talking about. Like yeah. on a like a school trip to the planetarium, for example, when you were in yeah. sixth grade and mm-hmm. you happened to touch shoulders. Yeah. I mean, you know hypothetically during a laser light show. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds awesome actually. Let's go to the tea station upstairs. Yeah. They, Helen are needs they some like tea a right condo? Away. Oh, they did do an outside shot of it before we went into the studio the first time, and it looked like it was like a old like, like a house, or like it looked like a like a boxy type building. No, Helen is getting way too hot under the collar, and she's like, "I need some tea right right, right away. Yeah. We gotta get some tea right like, in a second. Maybe you need some iced tea, Helena. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, Helena is wearing a completely see through shirt. Yeah, which yeah, I true. think is great. Which you don't really notice until she's making no, tea. You don't notice until she's making the tea. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, okay. Like, okay. Something. So then Helena and Dylan stare at each other hornily for mm-hmm. what hornily. feels like an eternity. <laughs> yeah. Yep. They're just like breathing in each other's general direction and they mm-hmm. go in the bathroom. And the Beavis and Butthead comes stomping <laughs> down the stairs. <laughs> like, oh, hey, hey guys. Yeah, what are you guys doing? Like, hey, oh, oh. Oh, <laughs> oh, there's some sexual tension and. Tea oh, uh, 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 we're gonna go. Okay, bye, bye. Yeah, <laughs> they were they were like the only cute part of this mm-hmm. episode. Yeah, they were cute. Yeah. yeah, I could do for like, like a whole episode of their like yeah, them going on some like adve- misadventures. Yeah. Going to, you know, going to the planetarium. Going to the planetarium. Going to laser show. They laser go to, laser show. Go to White getting Castle. Stone, going to cast. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. That'd be great. I would yeah. love to see that. Yeah, I'd love to see them do some crafting. Mm. You know. Yes, that would be beautiful. Cross stitch. I love cross stitch. Then, um. I think is Dylan like this is fucking insane, and then oh, yeah. Helen is oh, like, "Come God. here, I'll show you how fucking insane it is," <laughs> which is like such a lesbian move. Love it. Just fucking gay. I'll show you how insane I am. I'll Get ready. How fucking insane it is. Whoa, Guys, great! I thought, I'm on board. I thought, I thought Dylan was straight. As of last episode, she was still claiming to be. Straight. Oh my god, that is like the last actor on this show right, I would exactly. ever say is straight. Thank you. What? This is what we've been she is married to Jodie Foster. Leave like this actress is the most. Gay and she, looking and before that, show. and before that, she dated Ellen DeGeneres. There's no one. She is like she has dated the alpha lesbians wow. of she is that gay age patient group. zero. Yeah, she is gay <laughs> patient zero. Yeah, like, she is the origin of the chart. Yes. Oh my god. And we're supposed to believe. And her name is Dylan. <laughs> that's not a straight woman. That's name. not a straight woman's name. You and name that's her not child a straight Dylan because you want her to be gay. <laughs> 
if I had a daughter, I would name her Dylan. I know they keep putting her in like slightly feminine jewelry to like make her haircut seem less gay, which is the same thing they do to Miranda on Sex in the City. And it's like, it's not uh, yes, working. Yes, yes. Yes. Just like take off your earrings and be gay, you know? On this show, no less. It makes no sense. It, makes, it doesn't. It's, not, it's really whatsoever. crazy. And anyway, then, Dylan's not straight anymore, I suppose. Uh-uh. And Helena, so Helena pushes Dylan's hand down her pants and is like, nobody makes me wet like that. You're the first person who's done that to me. And I don't believe her. I don't think that's not for a second. <laughs> also, how does Helena know how wet she is? Has she felt it first? That's a good question. Maybe this is why Helena looked so pickled in the previous scene. You're right. She was like, oh my she God. Had, she <laughs> had like, yeah, she had an orgasm already. Probably. <laughs> that's why she's so wet. She probably just like poured all the tea water down her pants. It was like, I'm, no one's ever done this before. And it's like no one's ever like, poured ah, tea on my It's burning. <laughs> uh, oh my God. So anyway, they're like, we have to leave right now. Carmen shows up. Great. More people are here. And she's still very mad at Shane, which is funny because it's not real. It's yeah. funny. And then um, uh, well, she tells another part of the dream. Okay. Did you give Sherry Jaffe a tattoo? But there was a scary looking like bird that kept flying around, right? And at one point I was screaming your name. I was like, Shane, Shane, hello, Shane. And you sprouted wings and you flew off with the bird. Okay? That is unacceptable. Nuh-uh. No. Yeah. Which is actually very funny. Her delivery mm-hmm. is very funny. It is funny. And then Alice says <laughs> the worst. Oh, God. <laughs> Most Alice, awful. Just don't do it, Alice. Uh, Latin women. Caliente. <laughs> My note on that was <laughs> Jesus so Christ. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Jesus fucking Christ. Kit thanks Nona and Betty for everything. And she feels good about the song. And then Angus says that Angus it will be good dick. if you can work up a sound mix where your vocal drama doesn't overwhelm Kit's freestyle funk. I'm so glad you wrote that down. And I also knew you would write that down. <laughs> so I didn't write that down. And you know, it's it's like that that line was written. Uh-huh. Uh, it was used in the table read. Mm-hmm. It yeah. was perhaps rehearsed. Yes. Yeah. It was shot from more than one angle. It sure I was. just want to say that out loud. About, <laughs> yeah, no, that, that is line. correct. Yeah. Um, everyone involved was in some way okay with it. Yeah. And Complicit. listen to it yeah. over <laughs> and over complicit. again, you know. And then they went into edit. Mm-hmm. Ah. And they thought, let's leave this in. And they were like, yes. You know, let's actually just play with the sound mix so we can hear those <laughs> syllables a little bit more when we let's talk about really kids freestyle clear. funk. Yikes. Uh, no one should say the word funk. Um, <laughs> is vocal drama a real term or is that just like a lesbian fight? I don't think it's a real like music term, though. No. It's also like a very gay line. Yeah. Too. I mean, in both directions. Yeah, it is. You know, it's sort of like, like vocal drama. It's like, oh, did like Ariana Grande release a record? <laughs> you know? That's what I, I hear vocal drama. That's what I think of. Um, also, honestly, what's wrong with Angus? Like I don't. I mean, seriously, what is I wrong with I don't, don't dislike him, but in this episode, he's just like being a total monster. Like this is inappropriate. Mm-hmm. It's not mm-hmm. his place. He's being mean. He's being super rude to like to professional you. musicians yeah. who have come all the way from the Betty girls have the come all the way from, from New York. York City. Yeah, this is Betty. It's Betty. They're recording in a studio, so money is at stake money here. Has time. Been spent. They got a tea station in the studio. I mean, even. it's a nice studio. It's if you a have nice a tea studio. Station. I mean, he's almost like in like Burger on Sex in the City or something, <laughs> oh, but. Like, yeah. there's no like career threat it's like what is or is it because he's a musician he it is yeah because that he, becomes an issue later in this he series plays an acoustic he plays guitar an acoustic for children guitar. what's the well he deal? was in a band at some point uh, i'm I sure mean, they weren't very good i was in a band at some point it doesn't matter <laughs> maybe he should be more jealous of like other successful professional babysitters or something yeah like, exactly. right it's yeah. a primary thing mm-hmm. absolutely that doesn't make yeah sense you should be jealous of mary poppins yeah you know yeah do you have a bed that you pull all that stuff out of i don't think so and then easy girl is like unbelievable and i'm like 
Yeah. Yes. Party on. Yeah. (laughs) And then Inga says they're not doing her a favor. She's doing them a favor. But he's so embarrassing. Yeah. And rude. Yeah. And then he leaves. And that was her ride. Oh, yeah. She's she like, hey, Betty girls, can you give me a ride? And they're like, sure. That's fucked up. Like, that's like you have to break up with like, him right the now. The fact that that relationship lasted past that scene mm-hmm. is crazy. They should. And this was before Uber. True. Yeah, it's a good thing the Betty girls were still there to give her a ride. Mm-hmm. But good for her. She doesn't have to ride back on a like vertigo inducing motorcycle. Oh, God. Back to Helena's sea mansion. <laughs> <laughs> Where there's some sensuality. Sex, 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 oh, yeah. Sensuality. Sex, sex. There's some great lighting this is the only good part of the episode i guess i've said that about a few things i'm trying to be positive this is fine this is not one of my like awesome sex scenes i feel like this is very i just have such a hard time caring about dylan yeah that's true but i will say that a nice thing about this sex scene is that they both get completely naked which usually doesn't happen in sex scenes Mm. Also, and they had matching bras and pant- underwear at first. And too. they both had very flared Th- those pants. Those flared oh. pants that like wide yeah, of that, them and the bras and the flared pants. I feel like pants. I've seen that screen cap a million times or something. I was like, something. wow, coordinated. Yeah, they both are basically the same height and weight also. Yeah. yeah. They actually do kind of look like, other than their haircuts. It's yeah. like their haircuts yeah, from really the, separate. From the chin down, they chin look. Chin down, they're kind of the same. Same, right. yeah. Same, same. same Winning. Same. So uh, she can't undo Helena's bra because she's straight. <laughs> <laughs> Um, she's Al- like, Alexander- I've never, I've never done this before. Yeah, Alexander Hedison acting like she's never seen boobs before. <laughs> like she's never unhooked a bra before. Yeah, and she keeps being like, I've never done this before, and I'm like, mm, sure, you <laughs> fucked Ellen. <laughs> like she hadn't started dating Jodie Foster yet by this point, but she had definitely fucked Ellen. Like, oh, that's so funny. Anyway, full <laughs> nudity, uh, the beautiful sunset. This is how beautiful. It's, this is what it's like to be rich and have sex. <laughs> In Malibu. In mm-hmm. Malibu, yeah. Exactly. I wonder how that car ride to Malibu went. Also, when we come back to this like same location, that which I think is supposed to be the next day, uh, it's exactly the same out the window. Mm-hmm. It's like permanently pastel yeah. sunset out at it's this particular place. It's almost place. as yeah. if there was a painting <laughs> hanging yeah. outside that window yeah. or something yeah. along those lines. Then we go to Dana's. And Alice is drawing Dana a bath. And then... Um, Dana needs help with her bra strap. Just Everyone like Dylan. needs help with their bra. <laughs> yeah. So many, so many parallels of things that have nothing to do with each other. Yeah. Um, and Alice like gasps a little bit when she sees Dana's like surgery scars. And then she hugs Dana's little cone head and tells her that she's beautiful. And I teared up because I am. What's, I don't They're know what's wrong with me. both good actors, and I don't really have a lot of snark for this moment. Yeah. No. Although when I saw the scene starts on the bath, and I initially was like, oh, is Tina giving a Chelica bath? <laughs> <laughs> like for a split second, I was like, nope, those are candles. Nope, that's Alice. Oh, God, never mind. <laughs> yeah. It's it's sad and also very tender and kind. Yes. Well, then we go to so Jenny's writing a story and Max is like, oh, are you working on chapter four? And she's like, oh, no, I'm writing a story about you. I'm writing a story about what we are going through. Mm. We. Mm. Mm-hmm. So once again, Jenny is making this all about her. Uh-huh. And Max is like, why are you, why are you doing that? Delete that shit. Stop. Yeah. Something. 
Good performance. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, and a scuffle ensues. Right. Yes. Where he tries to like grab the laptop away from her. Yeah. Yeah. Because this is their, because this is like, this is what the L word says. Like if you're trans and you take testosterone, then you become violent. That's right. Exactly. That is what the show wants us to think. So that's <sighs> great. <laughs> so, I don't huh. know. We do, do we have to touch on that? We, we the listeners know. The <laughs> listeners know better, listeners right? Know. They know. That's that's not a thing. It's okay. not a thing. It's not that a thing, a, guys. A stupid stereotype. Mm-hmm. A terrible myth. Myth. Myth conception. This is not a Marvel Avengers. And what a treat for an entire generation of queer people that this was what up. we were told was true. Yeah. Especially that this is like literally the first and only of yeah. its kind. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Great job. Uh, yeah. Groundbreaking. I mean, great that it happens, sort of, but not so great in I think we would have been better or, without it. Maybe you're right. Because, I mean, I, I didn't know anything, that. so I believed yeah. it. I was like, oh, wow, that's bad. Yeah. I, I was kind of part of a trans milieu already year, some, a couple years before this, and we were all, like, aghast and yeah. Yeah. upset by this. So, yeah, maybe we would have been better without it. Probably would have been better without it. So then Shane wakes up because Shane's on the couch. Because <laughs> Shane has been asleep on the couch Because Carmen's still mad. And then Carmen also wakes up and comes in. And, and they um, both look like really mad. Right. Because they just saw Max like kind of attacking Jenny. Yeah. And now from their perspective, Jenny's like in an abusive relationship. And that's really bad. And Max is like, sorry. Also, Jenny like messed up names a little bit with Max. Just yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, which, you know, can happen and we can. But, you know, just pointing out there's a lot of slippage in this. Oh, episode yeah. There's a lot of, of the old name. Yeah. And there's is, a lot yeah. of pronoun fuck uppery in this episode. Mm-hmm. There's there is a tiny funny moment because Shane is like tries to walk back to bed with Carmen and Carmen's like no yeah, <laughs> that was good yeah and I thought like that at least I think the only good thing and maybe we can thank Angela Robinson for this mm. that the episode did well is I think that they did a good job trying to make some light like balance the darkness with lightness in a way that wasn't too jarring yeah but was like yeah somehow fit I think like knowing her work. Yeah. That yeah. totally tracks and yeah. definitely feels like something that she probably brought yeah. to this episode, which is a saving grace. Yeah. <laughs> I too am a fan yeah. of the Angela Robinson. Yeah, she's pretty great. Yeah. She's cool. I think the conclusion of this scene is that it would have been great if they had had a trans um, writer on their team. Sure. Right. Yeah, at the very yeah, least. That could have One helped. trans writer would have helped. Yeah. Boy, a lot changes in, yeah. uh, you know, queer years are like dog years, as something <laughs> I like to always say. And boy, oh boy, have things changed since 2006. It's yeah, pretty crazy. Yeah, seriously. Uh, mostly good. Sometimes there's a mix of, of progress mm-hmm. and weirdness that comes along with that, of course, too. But it is insane what a time capsule this is. Oh, it's, it's literally yeah. true bonkers. Yeah. yeah. Then we go to the sea mansion. <laughs> The oh. ocean sounds are so loud. So loud. <laughs> I was like, are they outside? Because I was wondering the I same. I was really confused because there's also like soft moonlight caressing their uh, their beautiful skin and you know yeah. what I mean? Their features. Yeah. And you're it's like, like, are they the out on the beach? I think it's like if you're really rich, your house can be a house there where you feel like you're outside even when you're inside. Wow. Mm. You know? Wealth. Like heated floors, but uh-huh. like moonlight casting mm-hmm. on you just perfectly. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. You have to really position the house at the right angle. <laughs> For yeah. where the moon's going to be at that time of year, you know? Right. Mm. Incredible. And then Dylan, so Dylan's fucking her and Helen's like, are you sure you've never done this? And I would say in this moment, I'm, I, 
Alexander had to sit aside. I feel like Dylan has done this before. I feel like Dylan has done this before. I feel like Dylan should be like, actually, I'm a con artist. I'm a deep les. Like, yeah. Uh, she is a con pants. artist. Yeah. And I've just been pretending to be straight this whole time. Um, so, so this is a really chill day. So it's the next morning. So everything that's happened all happened in the course of one day. Mm-hmm. Just, just want to point that out. Yep. Because time does not exist on the show. Um, I feel like actually it's not even that time doesn't exist on the show is that traffic doesn't exist on the show because there's no way they could ever fit the stuff they fit into one day into one day just purely given the sprawling nature of the city and its traffic but yeah I mean another conversation for another day yeah it sure is so we're at Shenny's Shane is looks cute and is sitting Mm -hmm. on the porch with Carmen and is like I'm sorry that you're having nightmares because of that fucked up thing that I did and she's obviously talking about Sherry Jaffe Mm -hmm. Carmen is still mad about the bird yes (laughs) So the bird is a metaphor, it turns out. (laughs) (laughs) Then Tina shows up and cannot read the room at all. (laughs) They're like, there's like, Carmen's like wiping tears from her eyes. They're having this intense conversation on the porch. And Tina's just like, and she has a cold. (laughs) I can't go, I can't go on the plane today. Yeah. And she has a cold. And then they're like, where's Max? And Jenny's like. I don't know. So then Jenny goes to the tool shed where Max has been sleeping, apparently. Which is Carmen's studio now, but... Oh, right. Because, like, there's, like, turntables. Oh, yeah. Whatever. Is that where he had sex with Billy? In that, in that no, that was in the that office of the, the planet. Yeah. And then also just out in the planet. In the middle of oh, the that restaurant. Oh, that was the planet. Okay, okay. Yeah. In the middle of the restaurant while it was closed, yeah. but there were definitely other people there. Because yes, Max sets up wild. Wi-Fi for the planet. Which is a d- daily task, I guess. <laughs> it's, imp- it's important that he's there every day to yeah, check on the Yeah, it is. And he also did the ticket. He took tickets. Hmm. That's true. Well, right. he was like helping set up for the B-52 show. You right, know, the, yeah. the big B- B-52's performance. Right, because he got really bulky that day. And they he had like, to lift all of the gear. around. Yeah. yeah. That checks out. Yep. Um, Jenny is like, you know, you embarrassed me and you scared me and it's unacceptable to yell at me like that. Max goes, I'm sorry about last night. <laughs> it's the testosterone. It like amps me up. <laughs> I just love you reading the back. It's so funny. I wasn't planning on this before I came in. But it's a really I can't good stop. Yeah. I can't stop. I, I, yeah, oh, it's God. great. I love it. So yeah, tea is like a monster energy drink that makes you a monster. <laughs> it's the four loco of hormones. <laughs> and Max is like, I don't want you to write about me. And Jenny says, no, it's our story. Ugh, that's it, where you're wrong, my dear. And it's important. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to. I know. It's, know. Uh, I think it's fair for her to write about her life, but it's not their story. It's like, not her characterizing story. it as partially her story is a little weird. It's sort of like as if a bunch of cis women wrote a trans character. Hmm. I do think what it fits into the sort of problematic situation that happens a lot, which is mm-hmm. that often trans stories are told by their cis partners. Right. Right. You right. know. And I would say, from a little bit of experience in mid two thousand, there was a little bit of overexcitement from some <laughs> cis folks in the community who were really psyched to date trans guys for mm-hmm. the first time, and maybe being a little overzealous about performing <laughs> that. And what you know what I mean? Yeah. Not to say that was everywhere but there were incidences of mm. such behavior that i observed so um yeah. i think that that's in the past right i don't think i, think so. I, I, don't think I, that, I can't think of that being thinks, a thing as much i, I don't so. think so like yeah. more i feel like people then. know i feel people think about things differently I, now yeah I than hope, they did i think maybe everyone was also influenced by jenny they're like we don't want to do the, the whole, whole world was <laughs> influenced by yeah. jenny Schechter. 
God help us. Uh, my note here is, is he going to go in his pajama pants or what? Because he's oh. still got, they're like about to get, in, they're about to leave and he's still in pajama pants and yeah, a cut trust, man. Can't go, can't go in a private jet in jammy pants. Actually, no. you can. Yeah, you can. You can do whatever the fuck you want in a private jet. Right. I wouldn't know. I haven't been in a private jet, but I'm assuming yet. I could wear whatever I wanted. Yeah. Sea mansion. The permanent land of Oceanside Dusky Pastel <laughs> Sunsets. Hmm. Dylan's on the phone with her boyfriend, Danny. Boyf. All we hear her say is, it's a good thing. Sounds like she's scheming to mm. me. And then Helena's like, oh, he's not upset. He didn't ask where you were. And she's like, oh, we have a really independent relationship and we trust each other. And Helena's like, now I feel really bad. And Dylan's like, I'm going to tell him tonight. I'm going to tell him tonight. Okay, sure. Then they go to the executive airport for executives. (laughs) Peabody party. Dana's like, what is happening? Where are we going? Oh, Dana, it's the big San Jose Houston championship (laughs) basketball game. Have you ever been to a WA? We'll get there later. Okay. Um, (laughs) I will talk at length about the WMBA okay. in a moment. <laughs> um, so Helena and Dylan pull up in their car and uh, Dana's excited. Max just like stares at the jet. I'm not sure what they were trying to do there. Max is feeling uncomfortable because he thinks that Dana is made uncomfortable by him. By his which is presence. that right. weird kind of braiding of these themes together that I don't really buy. Yeah, because it doesn't make any sense. No. Mm-hmm. Max is waiting outside the jet, like looking at it. And then Jenny goes... <sighs> Long live Max. And then I ran my head into the wall. <laughs> yes. And Max, Max was like, cool, okay. And like comes up the stairs. Yeah. yeah. Oh, poor Max. Oh, poor Max. everyone. Just poor everyone poor involved everyone. in this. Yeah. Back to the studio. Back to the studio. Jeez. Kit's doing her vocals and she's really nervous and keeps messing with yes. mom. My only note here is Allison is wearing a Mishfest tank top. Gas. Really? I yeah. didn't see. I, I didn't did not clock that. that. That's kind of crazy. And it, wow. And time capsule. Crazy. Serious yeah. time capsule. So controversial. They're on the yeah. plane, they're and this like on a jet plane. This even I like will, the, I will the flight out, attendant is a lesbian. Just, you know, just so you know, this is a lesbian actress. <laughs> I was really wondering about this. I was like, who is this day player? What's going? on? There's something going on. This here. is a gay. <laughs> yeah, I I did once a post that was like everyone who's who was on the L word and is gay now because a lot Ooh. of them came out later but I also put all the people who are already gay mm. and I went real deep like I went into the even extras. like this flight attendant this flight attendant is a gay How woman figure this out I don't know but that this is, is basically my job gay That's you're just good at computer searches I'm just wow. gonna computer I learned it all everything I know I learned from Max <laughs> Also, the gay uh, flight attendant offers Max an apricot tart, all kinds of fruits, a latte or a cappuccino. Yeah. Very specific menu items. And what if that was it? What if he was like, <laughs> what if he was like do you have like a, like a sandwich? He'd be like, do you want me to read the list again? It was an apricot tart, a variety of fruits, some water. No? No. No water. But how do you make the coffee beverage? Just picks up something off the menu. But then Max is like, oh... Maybe I'll have a latte. No, no, you know what? <laughs> I shouldn't. No, thanks. And then, uh, but then it's like, why are you avoiding caffeine? And he's like, I'm right, trying to stay really pure. He says, clear, clear, clear. I, I was like, uh, okay. She's like, me too. And I'm like, wow, these two are really seeing eye to eye. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she's like, is it because of the medication you're on, Max? And he's like, yeah. She's like, me too. Yeah, 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 that's what it yeah, was. Yeah, 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 yeah. Are you really not supposed to have caffeine? When no, <laughs> that's not a thing. I, I mean, God, some uh, call, angry callers don't correct me if I'm wrong, but I have never heard of that ever. I don't think that's a thing. 
Wouldn't that be amazing though? If like every single trans guy could not drink coffee forever. Oh my God. Insane. Can you imagine? <laughs> so many, so many sleepy trans guys. <laughs> <laughs> or like when I don't drink caffeine, I get a headache. So probably yeah. a lot of folks with headaches. Do you know that song, uh, Lazy Girl by Macy Rodman? Do you know her? She's awesome. She's no. this um, amazing mm-hmm. trans uh, gal singer out of Brooklyn. She's got a song called Lazy Girl about when she's early in her transition, like her, the estrogen actually made her feel lazy, tired, and she didn't want to huh. get out of bed. And the song is about that. So it's kind yeah. of the reverse of this It's the reverse. Idea. Yeah. It's, she's not amped up. She's not amped not up. Amped. Yeah. Definitely the opposite. the opposite of being amped up. She's the opposite. I wish you'd done your wax guitar for Max being amped up. You know? Oh, I could go back and do it right now. <laughs> hey, remember that time Max was amped up? <laughs> 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 this is... Uh, terrible. <laughs> I hated it. <laughs> like Dana's trying to make conversation, and then do you want do you want to read this line? Uh, um, hey, I'm really sorry about what you're going through, Dana. I can understand why you wouldn't want to be around me. You've worked really hard to build the body that you have, but it's like life and death for me too. <laughs> and what does she say? Oh God. She says, "But you she- don't have cancer." <laughs> Just so listeners know, we're laughing because it's all that is available to us as it's the only way we can process uh, how horrible this is. No, it's just the, li- it's oh. the line. It's crazy. Oh, oh my Why God. Why are these things being compared? Anyway, I mean, it's just tragic. The whole damn thing is tragic. <laughs> it's just, it's just bad. And also, I mean, I know that there's literally like just endless complaints about how they did this character, but they also they're making him seem like kind of insensitive. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like his basic personality is not seem good either, which I think is it's terrible. It's all I mean, it's a deliberate choice. Like, obviously, everyone yeah. in the writer's room is, is incredibly transphobic and they've projected it all onto this character. And yes. then they're saying that they're being revolutionary and all they're doing is being terrible terrible well, actually that sucks too in this episode because it's like the person that we really like who has cancer and the trans guy are both acting badly and yeah you like dislike both of them and you're mm-hmm. made to dislike both of them or yeah. something and it's, it's so it's a choice like they yeah. choose to have us dislike them Ugh. yeah which kind of goes in a pattern like because with jenny like has like struggles with mental illness and sexual trauma and stuff and they make us dislike her yeah right the one woman in a wheelchair is a jerk they make us <laughs> dislike her a a, an actress who does not use a wheelchair an actress playing right. a woman in a wheelchair who is really really mean. mean yeah like they're always othering people who are already othered othered they're like doubling down on the othering yeah yes I, I just watched a saturday night live episode from like 2005 or something and i was it was so offensive like every <laughs> oh single God. i just think it we were it was that was i'm not excusing this these yeah. instances that we're talking about but i was reminded at how offensive mm. everything was everything at that time. Mm-hmm. And I'm just throwing everybody under the bus. I'm yeah. not giving anybody um, <laughs> scorched earth. You know. Everyone's canceled. <laughs> yeah. But it, it, I mean, it's true. It was. Yeah. Yeah. Everything. I don't want to be that person who's like, it was a different time, but like it was, a, it was a different time. Yeah. I'm not saying and it's still not cool. It's still bad. No. Yeah. So, so then we're back at the oh, studio in the studio oh, and oh Kit is having a full on fight with nature. Angus in the booth while Nona and the Betty girls watch and they're like, and oh. they turn on the sound so they can hear them fight. Yeah. And then, oh. and then oh. Angus is like, I love you and I want to marry you. And I'm like, you've known her for three days oh. and also, or whatever, three weeks. 
at most seconds. a month and a half because we know it's been six months when this show started when season three started and it's seven and a half months when they broke up when they broke up so so it's been a month and a half since the beginning of the season mm-hmm. <laughs> wow Dana's cancer has really progressed also, this yeah. whole moment like he's being shitty this whole episode and then this this one fight takes this weird like gaslighty manipulative turn yeah where he's like i'm only doing this because i'm in love with you and i want to yeah. marry you and then as they're listening in they're before they listen it. in they're like fuck him she has she like they totally are like break up with him this is unacceptable and then they start listening and they're like this is cute like this is definitely a good person to yeah be known as like i've seen kit push a million guys away or whatever and like yeah. this is what, and i'm like what show are like, we on super toxic this is, this really, is bad. really bad it's stupid and then they're so they're suddenly really into this relationship for no reason and then they're just like kissing and they're fine i hated that that was yeah. terrible then we t- let our private jet lands in san jose and pop punk starts playing immediately. It's like, <laughs> san jose san jose <laughs> this song is about san jose well max is very excited to use the men's room good for him i cannot believe how many men are at this women's basketball game <laughs> yes that was truly <laughs> unbelievable <laughs> Maybe they're all fathers of daughters. Oh, my God. Very supportive. Very supportive. So he saddles up to the urinal. And by the way, his goatee is flowing. His <laughs> facial hair is... If you, I want to screenshot side by side him in the beginning scene of this episode, which is, again, 24 to 36 hours prior to the scene, yeah. and his face in this scene. Mm-hmm. The difference is insane. It is so funny. I can't even be upset about it because it's great. I know. It's just great. He's like, I really turned into a man since yesterday. <laughs> and... Um, he saddles up to the urinal and is like, cool. And he whips out his pee and pack and piss and pass and pee and play. Yeah. Oh, piss, piss, pass and pee and play. The good old pee and play. Which, by the way, is enormous, <laughs> floppy, and ghostly white. It's so, so pale. Like, if I was being next to him, I'd be like, you have frostbite. We need to call 911. It's like a giant floppy ghost dick. <laughs> That's haunting us all still. It's like, I like see it when I close my eyes. Oh my God. But he's like, yeah, cool. <laughs> Which I can relate. Relatable. Relatable. Oh my God. I mean. I'm no, excited yes. for him. I'm excited no. for him. He's, he's peeing in the men's room. He's yeah. like. He's doing it. Yeah, this is a bit of a stretch in terms of verisimilitude of the trans experience, <laughs> but um, that's where we are. Yeah. That's where we yeah. were. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the way we were. The way we were. The way that we lived. That's the way that we lived. <laughs> <laughs> and loved. And loved. <laughs> yeah. So Hib and Dana come out of the bathrooms at the same time, which is great because they can walk back to their seats together and make small talk. But they don't make small talk. Instead, the first thing Dana asks is, what did you mean back on the plane about life or death? Dana's really morbid now. So it's just, this is just the only thing she ever wants to talk about. Right. I did notice something about, because he was like, he says, okay, well, this is a serious, on a serious note. He says that he tried to kill himself when he was 10 because Mm -hmm. he thought it was a sin, which is actually very sad and serious. Mm -hmm. And um, of course, you know, trans people are much more likely to attempt suicide. Mm-hmm. Actually, trans masculine people in particular have very high rates, so that's really sad and fucked up. But one thing I did notice, not to make anything like overly, you know, glossed over, but he, maybe this is a weird observation. He goes, maybe if I died when I came back, then God might put me in the right body. 
but I noticed that he was talking about sin, but also reincarnation. <laughs> so I was thinking about this kind of uh, blended fate yeah. that Aww. Max grew up yeah. with. Spiritual. So, spiritual guy. Just He's just spiritual. Just a little side. You know, there's yeah. Daniela with the feather. And, you know, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Very spiritual. Yeah, spiritual. Yeah. Traveling mm-hmm. in a in a literal and mm-hmm. metaphysical yeah. meaning of yeah. space. And big ups to Daniela, who's a very nice person. Yeah. yeah. Yay. Yeah. Daniela, you're great. Then, then Dana gets oh recognized by a fan and Max kind of rescues her mm-hmm. as they're walking back to the seats, um, yeah. which I thought was a sweet moment. Mm-hmm. I like the cool WNBA player that came up mm-hmm. and was like, we love you. Oh, and my God. Wait, so why is the first of all, the WNBA game is packed. Why is the lightning's mascot a moose? Because <laughs> <laughs> they're shooting in Canada. <laughs> No, no. <laughs> Why call it the lightning? That's my question. Well, I have. It if you want a moose mascot, don't packed. be the lightning. I have never seen a women's basketball game that packed. Never. I frequently attend WNBA games uh-huh. here in Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah. Where we have a great WNBA team, Go Sparks. Uh-huh. And I've never seen a game that packed. The only time you see games that packed are in different cities, like c- cities that love their WNBA teams, like Minnesota, Seattle. Mm-hmm. And when those teams get in the playoffs, mm-hmm. then they. I don't even know if they actually sell out their arenas, though. Like, mm-hmm. but they get much bigger, much louder crowds. Mm-hmm. Like, this felt like a March Madness crowd. Yeah, or like an NBA Finals crowd. This absolutely. Was and then I, this whole thing is terrible. Like everything that happens from here forward is terrible. So clearly, like her friends mm-hmm. orchestrated what happens, and they all know and her well why? enough to know that she would hate it. Hate. But it. who would like them? Yeah. Ooh. Like I know I couldn't watch part of it. I was like, Argh! and the. Uh, in addition to so Dana starts flashing on the Jumbotron like go Dana like, Dana have a celebrity in the house big spotlight on Dana Dana's like oh my god and she feels weird and also like you should be warned if you're about to be put on a Jumbotron like if I was going to be Jumbotron at an event well I'm very ill I would like a heads up I would like to not be Jumbotron ever yeah especially if I were very ill and Dana's obviously upset and then Max is like it's not for you. It's for them. <laughs> Dana. And Dana <laughs> accepts that. Dana kind of like is, yeah, she has a little, she has like a moment. I don't know. And then moment. she's like crying. And, and then she wait, really, she starts yeah. waiting. Everyone is standing up and clapping for, I don't for, know, 17,000 minutes. <laughs> they are clapping for so long, like longer than I clap for the Indigo girls to come back out and play Galileo, which is a long time sometimes. Well, when you're clapping between the end of the show and the encore, yeah, it's a long time. This yeah. is longer than that. This is longer than that. This is the longest anyone has ever clapped for anything in the history of civilization. Of yeah. yeah. Also, I want to point out that her friends were not sitting in box seats. Mm. Please explain to me how they took a private, a private jet, jet. I know they should have a to box. To sit in average person seats. <laughs> that is ridiculous. That is ridiculous. You're right, Carly. Ridiculous. I hadn't even thought of that. I wrote That's down, I cannot yeah. believe they took a private jet to not <laughs> sit in box seats. Yeah. And uh, they're out there I with the accidentally wound up in box seats at the WNBA game once. Oh, wow. Because it was, very it was that empty. Because there was no one there. Um, everyone should go to WNBA games. They're really fun. If anyone wants to talk about the WNBA at Carly Tron on all social media, I will talk about the WNBA all the time. I can talk about it right now. I'm not going to because this is a podcast about the L word. But yeah. I want to talk about it so much. I bad. went to a game that was really fun. It's announced the 2020 schedule. More games this season. Okay, I'll stop. So then they start playing the song. Yeah. yeah. I have my all caps notes on this are unbearable music montage. Yeah. Yeah. 
This is, uh, I wrote down the lyrics because I was like trying to, oh, to figure out if what was, what the fuck was going on. Actually, I do like the song, especially knowing that it's from the early 80s and it had nothing to do with this TV show. I make, I do, I'm like, this song has been stuck in my head for days because it's yeah. actually very catchy. It's super catchy. It's actually yeah. kind of a cool song. This sh this episode makes me dislike it, which yeah. is, yes. really says, uh, speaks to other things than the music. <laughs> Indeed. But, Sisters, from one sister to another funky sister, it's all about transformation. It's all about change. It's the one thing a woman knows about. It's constant. Change is the only constant. It's a sister thing. It's a W-O-M-A-N thing. And we're coming together. See, like, outside of a show that has to do with all these things, that would be cool. I'd be like, yes, I'm here for those lyrics. Yeah, I'm here for another funky sister. Yeah, yeah. totally. Like, that's right. great. From one funky sister but to another. Literally, like, the shot is on Dana and Max and, like, talking, trying to be like, mastectomy, yeah. transformation, and change your body. Uh, yeah, right? Like, yeah, there it goes. Start cash a check, real. change your sex. And I'm like, Oof. Ugh. what? Who said that? There's no way that was in the original song, no. right? <laughs> 1983? I don't think so. Um, Did you write down the full lyrics? And um, let me see. I got more. I refused to. I was just so upset. It says all this stuff. Uh, sisters. It's about. Then they repeat. I think it's sisters. It's all about trans. Dot 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 formation. <laughs> um, and then come on, Kit. Kit. Kit starts a solo. Actually, and what does this say? Change your mind. Change your skin. Life or death. And then I wrote, Mag Magnus is behaving himself finally in the booth. Yeah, that's, that's, is finally... not, which is not a lyric. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not, but I wish it was. Change your boyfriend. <laughs> Throw him out. Lock the door. Yeah. And then Burn the, his motorcycle. Yeah. Variations, automations, deviations. Uh -huh. Repeats. Mm -hmm. Repeats, repeats. For repeats, a while. Repeats, yeah. Yeah, because then the show does its favorite thing, which is a song plays, and we see a montage of what everyone's doing right now and how it ties to the song. Yeah, mm -hmm. that is with the monks in a silent retreat circle yeah. they're walking around a circle yeah which is about that's like the circle of life tina looks sad tina with her woes i wrote down tina with her woes i just wrote tina is sad and, and then, then i wrote this is taking I, forever and then I, wrote, I wrote dana is still clapping oh my god uh, they're, they're still, still clapping, clapping. they've been clapping yeah. for three straight minutes <laughs> it looks it looks like a horror movie because <laughs> it keeps going back you see alice Staying next to like Helena and someone else, right? And there, and it just keeps going back. I'm like, is this the same footage of them clapping, or is this more footage of them clapping? Like, where I imagine, what if they just keep clapping forever until everyone's hands start bleeding and are, and like everyone's everyone's, everyone's everyone's hands fall off and the, and like blood starts coming out of everybody's eyes and then and then the basketball players like all die. Well, the basketball players are busy playing basketball. They're probably not clapping. Well, I guess that one brought her a moose, so she was probably clapping. Yeah. She's she's not long for this world, then. No. There's so many, like, serious topics and situations in these episodes, and it is impossible to treat them with the respect they deserve because the show didn't. Yep. This series of episodes, the one we did last week, this one and the next the two, next couple, yeah. are unforgivable. Oh, no. <laughs> wow. Artifacts of, of lesbian history. <laughs> um... Not good. Anyway, that's the episode. So how, how did we feel about that episode? Do we like that episode, friends? <laughs> Yeesh. It's kind of stressful. Yeah. It's uh, not a great episode. Not the best. 
Well, I was saying this when I got here, but I only rewatched 307 and 308 before coming in because I hadn't seen the show in a long time. And I was I actually have no idea how bad this is in the scale because it was completely out of context. Mm. And I was like, is this just what the show was like? I actually remember just liking the show more at the time. Like yeah. it made me crazy because yeah. because you almost had to take it seriously because it was the only damn thing yep. out there. Yeah. Um, and everybody watched all the time and it was mm -hmm. like if you resisted or something, you were some kind of weird pariah. So yep. yeah. Um, <laughs> Now it's sort of more funny to me because it's less painfully like present in my mm -hmm. world as an mm -hmm. important marker of who me and my friends are or something. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. But it's pretty bad. I remember hating this at the time. Yeah. But like I couldn't not watch it. Same. Yeah. Now my girlfriend at the time who made me watch the show, I was like, I don't want to. <laughs> three episodes in, mind. I was like what happens? I have to know, but I'm so angry all the time. Well, it's like, it's like a soap and it's like so heightened and yeah. like campy. And so those elements of it make it incredibly watchable. Right. Yeah. And then this particular collection of storylines is just such a misfire that like it, I don't even, I don't know that I have the vocabulary to explain no. how this makes me feel. Man, they did have good good direct guest directors on, yeah. you know what I mean? And then sort of, it's kind of confounding, like, what the hell was going on. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. It's hard to understand. <laughs> it's yeah. just hard to understand what the hell It's was just going like, on. what happened? How did this happen? Yeah. I remember thinking that at the time, too, being like, what? I didn't think anything of it at the time. No? Mm -mm. I thought it was fine. What did I know? Literally nothing. <laughs> I mean, by the time I like was started recapping, which was season four. And like by the time we got to like four, five and six, I was like a conscious person of the queer world. But like then I was still at this point, I was still like transitioning. Yeah. yeah <laughs> transforming. Yeah. Have my own transformation yeah. from straight person to gay person. So like I, you know, I was still just like a party yeah. lesbian or a party bisexual, I guess. A party bisexual. Or like a party queer, I guess I could say. And now I'm like a more fully realized queer person. Yeah. You got better writers. I got better, got better writers. writers. Yeah. Who? Yeah, I got better writing. And I read a lot more. And I read yeah. a lot of books. Yes. I did. I read, I like read yeah. every single fucking queer book. And then I was like, okay, now I know how to be a queer person. I was living in Brooklyn when this show, when this, in 2006, when this show. So sh was I. Really? Oh, cool. And then I came I'll to both visit. Reese's I know, Reese, wow. Libra Reese's in Brooklyn. What part of Brooklyn? I was in Bushwick. I was in Williamsburg. Pretty close. On the L. Both on the L. I was in Florida, which is like really cool. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry about it. Very cool. <laughs> no, we hadn't even met yet. No, we hadn't. But um, I came out to LA to visit, like to maybe, I think I was thinking about moving here or something. And I went to this party called Shotgun, which was at the Eagle oh, Bar, wow. which was then called the Gauntlet 2. Where is the Gauntlet one, by the <laughs> yeah. way? What? Yeah. I still want to know. The Gauntlet 2 sounds like, like an MTV reality show. I'll tell it you. was. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. <laughs> it, it was like a Road Rules, the Gauntlet. Yeah, yeah. like Gauntlet 2. <laughs> Gauntlet doesn't two. sound like a name of a bar. It sounds yeah. like a show. Yeah. And uh, I was surprised that um, it was a lesbian night at this at this bar. And I was like, whoa, people really dress like the L word here. And that was yeah. only that like one slice. It was like 2007. It was around the real L word era. There was oh, a lot of fedoras. Wow. Yeah. Oh, there was so many fedoras. Ironed, swoopy bangs. Yeah. yeah. I had yes. that hair once. Yeah. Carly had that hair. Yeah. I mean, I guess I almost had it for a minute too. I had that hair. Um, I'm we not, all had that I'm not hair. Proud of it, but we I, all wore those outfits. I, but had, I had that I hair. Had the, I wasn't flat iron, but I had the like swoopy, the swoop, yeah. emo swoop. Yeah, yeah I, I had, had the it. emo. I kind of actually, 
people would say, oh my God, straight people, when this show was out, they'd be like, you know who you remind <laughs> right? me oh of? Oh my God. Who's that Shane? Yeah. So just because Is I had like dark hair. You? you look like Shane. Yeah, I had yeah. like dark hair and it was like Carly, flat you iron. looked like Shane. No, I didn't. You Shane did. is... We'll have to compare our knots, Shane lookalike yeah, pictures, and definitely. see who wins. There is the picture that you, lose. The picture lose, that yeah. you had in, it, but it was in black and white, and it was like probably a low res picture. You the internet bore, was far you lower some, resolution. You bore though. some resemblance to Shane. Well, it was hard not to in those days. <laughs> Look, I can't. I threw out the hair, the flat iron. <laughs> no, I still have it, but I don't use it. Because what if I need it for like a Halloween yeah. costume? When I was Gomez, I had a flat iron in my hair. Though when Shane is in the end of the episode with like the hoodie uh-huh. and the denim jacket, I definitely had that outfit too. Yeah. Well, I was like, hello guys, I'm a Max, not a Shane, but <laughs> it doesn't matter because they're all terrible. Like, I'm yeah. exactly. mad about the whole yeah. thing. Yeah. Ugh. Rough. The way that we lived. Yeah. I feel like now I dress and like look- Max. Max actually is Like a t-shirt with the sleeves decent. cut off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, you know who I saw the other day is Leo Shang, my little yeah. bud, who oh, is on, um, on Gen, Gen Q. Mm-hmm. And was in Adam. He was in Adam. Which actually I was thinking about because it's kind of like how Daniela was cast in a way, or why I was like to, asked to do an audition tape. It's that age old thing of tapping the co- real community because yeah. mm-hmm. there's not a lot of uh, there's not a lot of people who have been given access as actors. Right. So sometimes you got to go outside the normal channels. But yeah, Leo uh, was um, a social oh, in grad school for social work in Michigan. Right. I found him, which is kind of like interesting thing about someone like Daniela and what what their life was like before. I don't know what their yeah. life was like before. They you were know? dating um, bitch from Bitch and Animal, oh, that's and like right. doing music. Like they, right? had, they were I think doing they, music, right? Oh, you're yeah, right. And they 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 were called like Little Prince or something like that. Like they that's had some other name for when they play music. Right. Um, yeah, there's that scene in Adam when they are, are watching The L Word, yeah. um, by the way. I don't know, for viewers, I laughed, listeners. I laughed very loudly at that scene. I'm, I, was I'm like, glad. I was like, what a moment. Yeah, we had to license. Actually, it's, uh, it was Daniela and um, and um, Pam Greer. And uh, the queers <laughs> in the scene of the movie are like, watch, they're at an L Word party watching yeah. this scene. And they're screaming at the TV like, that's so st- Look at that Brillo pad on his face. His yeah. goatee suddenly yeah. there. This is so unbelievable. But they can't stop watching it. Yeah, you know, it's and very it's real. An important kind of scene in the like kind of. You yeah, know, I remember that. watching that scene and being like, "Yes, I totally understand." Yeah, yeah <laughs> what's I remember- happening here? <sighs> Sad. Yeah, unfortunate. This feels like a great place to wrap this up. <laughs> Sad and unfortunate. Yep. And aren't we glad that there's other media now? Not <sighs> enough. We need more, but a little bit. But we're working on it. Yeah, we're working on it. Do you have any projects or anything that you want to plug? Well, I am writing a secret. Er, let's see. I'm like, I have a secret TV project. I don't know what's happening. It's something that might be happening at some point with that. Mm-hmm. And then um, I'm writing a feature film called Cactus. That's a middle-aged trans guy buddy movie comedy long sort of genre sort of hyphen hyphenated genre there um but that's exciting i'm excited about that it's about the foibles of middle-aged men who are like way post-transition and they're like now what and like <laughs> what the what are, this masculinity thing is really weird and how do we feel about it um so that's like a funny thing and uh adam uh which maybe listeners have heard a little bit of noise about uh perhaps uh is out on itunes and amazon and a bunch of those things right now so you can watch oh, it, it. yeah you can watch it oh my god like, for like four dollars yes i haven't seen it yet yeah check it out oh, i'm excited it. i mean i've seen the preview and i've like 
listen to people talk about it. Yeah. Yeah, it's you know, it's like a you know, it's I think I'm gonna love it. Thing, it's actually very funny. People actually like it. It's not, um, it's not a dumpster fire that's coming to kill you, despite <laughs> what you've heard. It's not. It's yeah. definitely not. I survived. No, I yeah. lived. I saw oh, it. In a, I saw it in a theater with yeah. other human beings. We all lived. Yeah, it's so actually yeah. Whatever people are saying is a yeah. bit hyperbolic. There's a little bit of hi- hyper hyperbole, hyperbole happening. Little, just a tap. This is like might come as a shock, but um, <laughs> the queer community. But, <laughs> the queer community. No, I was gonna say is that. But you know you can't believe everything you hear on uh, on social media, guys. Sometimes what? things are not true. Yeah. No, there's actually some uh, false false things yeah. that were being passed around. Mm-hmm. That once you see the movie, you're like, oh, that's not what I thought it was, and that scary thing or series of things didn't happen. Nope. So didn't. There's that. Yep. You might want to check it out. Yeah. And see what Highly you recommend think. it. Yeah. But God damn it, I stand behind the movie, man. I th- I'm yeah. proud of it. It's fucking funny. It's complicated. It and that's the point. Yeah. That is see the it. point. Mm-hmm. And see what you it's think. It's great. Yeah. And we should encourage complicated stories to be told. Yep. Especially because otherwise it, queer we're all going to be yeah. bored. Exactly. Exactly. You're here. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Where can folks find you if they want to follow you on the internet? I'm at like uh, at Reese Ernst across various platforms, which is R H Y S. E-R-N-S-T. Beautiful. Um, Instagram, Twitter, Hulu, et cetera. Google Plus. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm not Definitely on. add all of us on Google Plus. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't even know if. I, have I think now Google Plus is just linked to like all the photos we ever uploaded to your blog. Oh, oh. God. <laughs> that's every time I look. Wow. Does it still exist, Google Plus? I don't think it I does. I think you're right, though. It's like it like transform trans. Google Plus yeah. transformed into photos. Yeah. <laughs> Reese, where can people find you? My handle is AutoWin on Instagram and Twitter. And then my website is called AutoStraddle. And it's also on Instagram and Twitter. <laughs> and then also, um, you should follow to Ellen back our podcast on Instagram. This, this podcast, tw- the one you're yeah, listening to right if now, you're not if you've already, made it all the way to the end and you, you should listen to us on Twitter and, and listen to it. Yeah, you should listen, listen to us, to us on, on Twitter. Twitter. Sure. Yeah. And you <laughs> should also go to store.autostraddle.com. To buy to Ellen Back stickers or a Bet Porter 2020 t-shirt or Excellent. any other shirts that you might want to wear on your body or hats. Listen, it's a whole it's a whole store. It's a whole store. We we won't yeah. list all the items in available in the store. I'm at Carlytron across all the social medias. Uh, we also have a hotline. It's 971-217-6130. Call us, leave a message. Maybe you'll hear it at the end of the season in our wrap-up episode. Um, <laughs> you can email us to lnbackcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. You can also leave us a nice review on iTunes. Yeah, that'd be cool. Leave an, leave an iTunes review. That's a real thing that people can do. You can do that right now. You're probably listening to this on your phone. Yeah. So Go you to probably iTunes, have it review. accessible. Yeah. And just, just write like, you guys are great. Yeah. Five stars. That's it. That's all you have to do. Yeah. We'll never bug you again. <laughs> Our theme song is by B. Steadwell. Our logo is by Kara Sykes. And all the production of this show is done by Lauren Karen Klein. Yes. And now, L words. Yeah. We count to three and then we all say an L word at the same time. Oh, all different ones? Whatever. Well, you think I of. mean, they could turn we, out to be the same. Never you never know. that we've said the same one. No, it hasn't because there's so many L words. Okay. I'm ready. Okay. Three countdown. Yeah. Okay. Three, two, one. Laryngitis. <laughs> Reese, what was yours? Laryngitis. Reese, what was yours? <laughs> Landscaping. Wow. Mine yeah. was lasers after the San Jose basketball <laughs> team. 
Pew. Wow, that's perfect. Way to tie. <laughs> way to bring it back around. Carly. I brought it back around. Woo. It's just something I don't. I don't do very often. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah. Join us next week where things will continue <laughs> to get worse, to get much worse <laughs> before they get any better. Yeah. Um, okay. Bye. Bye. This is the way. It's the way.